Welcome to another episode of In the Life of Sean Powers. He keeps you entertained on the morning show on My1043 in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. But what is he like after the show? Well, here you go. Well, today's going to be kind of somber, but not really horrible because, you know, there's always hope for uh, for what we have to endure in life. Hi, it's Sean here. Hi there, it's Sean with In the Life of Sean Powers podcast. Thanks for taking a couple of minutes to uh, just swipe by and listen to this. And uh, we just appreciate you for, uh, you know, taking your time because time is uh, time is uh, something that we can never get back. You know, once we lose time, uh, if we talk uh, for, you know, five hours or an hour and you go, man, that that's an hour or five hours. I'm never going to get back in my life. But with uh, In the Life of Sean, it's always worth the listen. And we definitely appreciate it. Pass it along to other people. Share the podcast with other people. Every week we have a different topic, a different thing that we discuss. And why do I do this podcast? Well, I do this podcast for several reasons. One, it gives me a chance to unleash who I really am. And, you know, I mean, on the radio, I am who I am, but I have to be condensed with my time on the radio. Here in the podcast, I can open up and I can just talk about whatever I need to talk about. I could be a long bag of wind or I could be a short bag of wind. It all depends on, uh, you know, the subject matter at hand. But uh, I tell you what, uh, the gambling thing that I've been going through, and uh, uh, the gambling, uh, you know, the podcast that I've done about that and being candid with everybody and opening up, it's really uh, paying off. You know, the uh, Morning Sun, I got to give uh, Sue a, a, a lot of credit for writing the article about me and publishing it in a couple of the different papers, uh, a couple of different dates there at the Morning Sun, uh, getting the word out there about gambling. And it's, you know, people are affected by that. But that's not what I want to get into with this. But I'm saying uh, with that, I got an email earlier this week and I got to give a lot of love to 66 WFAN out in uh, New York City. They do a weekly podcast, and this week they're going to be talking about gambling. So I'm going to be on that podcast. Uh, I'm thinking it's going to be on that podcast by this late Thursday or Friday. So, uh, you know, I just want to thank my buddies out there in New York City uh, for reaching out to me. And, you know, some of them are um, are former gamblers themselves. So that is going to be a cool thing. I just wanted to wanted to throw that out to you guys because it's something special near and dear to my heart. But, um, you know, the gambling thing, it's, uh, I continue to uh, go to weekly meetings and uh, talk to different people, and the urges are still there. But what I want to talk about today in the podcast has nothing to do with that. This has to do with more of a private matter. And everybody who's ever owned a pet, or I wouldn't even say owned, but have had a cuddly pet in their lives, uh, knows how it ends with, with, with all the pets. You know, it's just like human life. A pet, you get them, you love them, you fall in love with them, you have them for a short time, you have them for a longer period of time, uh, you take good care of them, you do your best to take care of them and to make them a family member, and you just you wrap your arms around them, you love them, you give them love and affection, kisses and hugs, and you know you show them how much you really do appreciate and love them. And pets can do wonders for people. We know that we're you know right out of the gate. But uh, I've seen recently in the past month or so. Uh, a lot of my friends are putting their pets down. You know, they have to euthanize them. They have to put them down because they, they're they old, they're sick, uh, something happened to them to where they, you know, the better quality of life for them would be to put them out of their misery. And I know it sounds kind of cold and callous, but it's it's really not. It's, it's actually, to me, it's the best form of love that you can ever show uh, for a creature on this earth. And I have a, a personal, uh, well, <laughs> several uh, friends of mine, personal stories about, uh, their, you know, their pets there. Uh, the one I wanted to share right now is uh, Shailene. She messaged me uh, recently and she sent me a picture of her doggy too. Her dog is like 13 and a half years old. She goes, I had to take my favorite fur baby to the vet. I have a make a tough decision 
decision of my life. She's 13 and a half and has arthritis. She's on a dog's version of ibuprofen, but having a hard time walking. Uh, we do not euthanize our senior citizens, right? I'm struggling here. I don't know what the right move to make is. Um, and then she went on about Manic Monday and all that. And then I said to her back, I said, yeah, that's super sad. That's so sweet. She looks like a very sweet dog. We've all been through it. I went through it with uh, Miles on August 10th of 2016. And let me tell you about Miles' situation. Miles, my wife and I picked up in uh, February of 2001. We lived in Toledo. He was uh, born uh, in uh, Monroe, Michigan, which is about a 20-minute drive north on Interstate 75, if you're familiar with the Northwest Ohio, Southeast Michigan area. And a listener friend, uh, T-Mama Love is what I'm going to call her because that's her name. Um, she, you know, she had a bunch of dogs. Or, I'm sorry, a bunch of cat. she had a cat who who laid a litten uh, a kitten uh, a litten of kitters. Yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, a kitten, uh, a litter of kittens. That's what. And one of them was a little, you know, uh, black and white one. And we went to go see him. And my wife and I fell in love with him right away. We said, "Can we take him?" And she said, "Yes, he's yours. Come back tomorrow, pick him up." Yada yada yada. So. That was in February of 2001. So we drove about 15, 20 miles to go get him. And to me, it was a long, it, 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 to me, it, it seemed like it was a long time to, you know, drive from Toledo up to Monroe to go get him because the anticipation was there. It's like, hey, we get to take our Homer kitty. He's so cute. He's so handsome. So we got, we got him. We named him Miles, M Y L E S, because we drove forever to go get him, it seemed, in the middle of nowhere in Monroe, Michigan, if anybody's familiar with that area. Yeah, it's desolate. You know, you got the city and then you got nothing but farmlands around it. So uh, we went and got uh, got him in February of 2001. And the cutest little thing that he did for, gosh, probably about six, about 15 years of his life is to put himself to sleep. He would always suck on his tail. And so we would always make fun of, you know, make the joke that, you know, Miles, uh, Miles always, uh, you know, uh, was weaned from his mom too soon. Yeah, and then we go. Oh, isn't he so sweet? He's the oldest kitty who just sits there and sucks on his tail, and it would it would comfort him. And so that was that was his little qualm that he had about him, and we loved him. We loved him for everything that he did or didn't do. He was a really good kitty cat. He didn't really cause trouble with anybody. Stuck to his own. Um, my wife, I'm sure, is going to share a bunch of stories with me after she hears a podcast. But there were so many stories about Miles. You know, it was a black and white cat. My brother called him the Mootown Snacker because he'd always try to get in your food. So yeah, okay, he was devious when he was when he was younger but then in um in august uh actually let me back this up summer early summer of 2016 uh my son colin um noticed some differences in him and my wife and i also noticed it too saying you know he wasn't walking straight there was this going on there was that going on um he wasn't uh, eating he wasn't going to the bathroom using the litter box but he wasn't peeing or pooping in the house or even you know uh we you know uh we we set it up for him and he wouldn't use it very much and so we started to go okay well, we'll just keep an eye on him or whatever so by the early part of august i took him to the vet because he was having trouble walking i'm thinking okay he's just getting old you know he's about 16 years old 15 16 years old um and maybe he's just a senior citizen maybe he's just slowing down maybe he's got arthritis maybe he's got this or that so i took him to the vet on august like 6 of 2016 and the veterinarian told me that he's got cancer more than likely she couldn't physically diagnose it as cancer but he's got cancer he's got arthritis he's an older kitty the best probably thing for you to do is to have him put down and that was the toughest decision that my wife and i have had to make in a long long time 
and you know our kids were younger and they loved Miles so much. Miles Miles was there before they were born. My daughter wasn't born until 2004. Son wasn't born until 2007. And so when they were born, Miles was there. So Miles has been there their entire lives. Oh my gosh, we got to put our we got to put you know this cat's been around longer than we have, and we got to put him down to sleep. What you know? So this was very tragic for us, and it was very hard. It was I guess it was really hard for me and my kids. My wife was kind of like, okay, we've been through this before. Yeah, it sucks. She grieved. She cried. Um, she, you know, my wife's got feelings. She does have feelings. And, and so, um, we schedule it for August 10th, uh, to go have them, uh, you know, ha- to, to turn them over to the vet, to let them, uh, you know, properly, uh, you know, take care of them and, and, uh, you know, let them go over the rainbow bridge into the next world. So this is, uh, this is a memory that every time somebody brings up something about having to put a pet down, this memory always sticks in my head. And yeah, this is going to get heartfelt for a second, but bear with me here. Um, the night before we told uh, Colin and Emily, our, our kids, that we have to, you know, tomorrow we're going to take Miles to the doctor. And Emily, I remember her asking me, is he going to be okay? Is he going to get medicine? And sweet and innocent as she was at that time, I said, no, sweetheart. I go, we're going to send him over the Rainbow Bridge to go to heaven with Jesus. And she said, what? And she said, yeah, we got we to gotta have him put to sleep. We got to have him, you know, he's, he's going to die. Um, we were just very candid with her about it and Colin too. So Colin slept with me that night and next to me and um, uh, cuddled with Miles the entire night. Miles laid in his arms the entire night. And I woke up on, you know, the next morning just looking at Miles, looking at Colin. They were still sleeping. And I'm just like, I took a picture and I was just like, this is the most amazing thing that I'm ever going to see. This is going to be something that's always going to be in my mind is that picture of them laying there sleeping in the bed. Uh, Colin's got both of his arms wrapped around Miles. Miles is wrapped around Colin and they're just snuggling together. And Colin knew that that was the last night that him and Miles were going to see each other. They were going to be together. You know, he was there before Colin was born and, and it was time to send him off. So then I got home from work uh, that afternoon. And then that evening uh, we went to the vet and, you know, we all had to say goodbye. And oh my gosh, it, it's, it tears you up. It tears up your soul, man. And maybe it's just me because I'm a very sensitive, caring person when it comes to animals. Um, you know, I would if anybody harms an animal. Now, if you're out shooting deer and you're 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 doing that, that's that's a totally different thing. I don't think about that. That's because that's not my deal. That's not what I do. But I'm talking about pets. You know, you know, when it comes down to domesticated pets, my heart is just I'm a big softy for them. You know, I would I'd be like Dallas to the rescue or Karma Cat Cafe in Mount Pleasant or Hats in Mount Pleasant where I would take them all and, and just house them all if I could. But I can't do that. But to watch watch us say goodbye to Miles and the kids held him and we cried and we hugged each other. And um, it was it was very it was heartbreaking. It tore up my soul. I cried on the way home. I got home and, you know, some people were joking with me on social media going, maybe you should take a couple of days off to grieve this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I, you know, I I don't need to go that far. Um, But anyway, our friend Shailene, my friend Shailene here at uh, my 104.3 in Mount Pleasant, uh, she's got a dog named Vienna. She goes, she's attached to me. If she could crawl into my skin, she would. As much as she loves uh, Dallas, she always tries to leave with me when I go there. Follows me everywhere for being a Basset Beagle. She's so cute, too. She sure is a protector of me. Uh, Let's see. Uh, She doesn't care for a FedEx guy. Uh, She is scared of Honor, which is a German Shepherd, but he is scared of Vienna, too. Last May, I had to put down my terrier, and all of a sudden, she stopped eating because she couldn't get enough to drink. She ended up having severe diabetes, and the vet said even with weekly shots and blood work, she would lose her eyesight. And I hate that feeling. I hate this feeling. And, And you know what? 
if you're a pet owner, you're going through it. You've gone through it. You've been through it. You feel the pain right now, right? I mean, I'm feeling this pain by reading Shailene's message to me. Um, she says, the vet who uh, happens to be my friend from high school and said that Vienna will let me know. She is letting me know, but I look the other way. Uh, Jay says that our pets go to heaven. Mark Lowry says that uh, because of the, uh, in the book of Psalms 36.6, what do you think of this here? And I'm like, well, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what it says right offhand. So he says, his purpose, Titanic. His purpose is perfect, his verdict's oceanic, yet in his largeness nothing gets lost, not a man, not a mouse, uh, slips through the cracks. And then somebody else, a comedian, says, uh, every chicken you ever ate will be waiting with you. They're ticked. <laughs> so uh, so that was her friend that wrote that and then wrote uh, Th- Psalms 36.6. And honestly, um, it, it, it really... It really brought up the, you know, when she brought that up to me this afternoon, I just, I paused and I was like, I thought about that scene with Connelly in bed next to Miles at night. Um, and, and in the book of uh, Psalms too, it says, thy righteousness is like a great mountains. Thy judgments are a great deep, O Lord. You preserve man and beast. Basically, he takes good care of us uh, no matter where we go. So when we have to depart from each other, um, we are we are still connected. And you know, that's what I believe too. When you when we pass away, the Rainbow Bridge, the pets are going to be there on the other side waiting for us. Oh, you betcha. And they're going to come running up to us. They're going to be physically fit and we're going to be, you know, we're not going to have any ailments. I mean, paradise, we, we, we don't know what it is. You know, we don't know what it's going to be like. And a lot of people that don't believe in this and in, in what I'm going to say here, that's fine. You don't have to believe what I'm saying. But it's a huge comfort for those of us that do believe that we are going to be reunited with our loved ones and our pets on the other side. Um, you know, and I, I remember a pastor, Greg, when I was in uh, Seacoast Church down in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, he made mention of that once. He goes, are we going to see our pets in heaven? He goes, I'd like to think so, but nobody knows until we get there. And so when we get there, the Rainbow Bridge will be complete. That's that's what I got to say. So, yeah, so she's going through that with uh, Vienna. Um, my friend Jan is going through with, with it through her dogs who are older. And, you know, when, when you have pets that are sick and they're getting older, you know, you know, you know what's coming. You know what's coming. And a lot of people prepare themselves for it. But you can never really 100% prepare yourself for what's to come. And, you know, people go, well, it's euthanasia. You're killing pets. You're killing. No, it's it's called humane. It's it's called the humane way of, of letting them go. And so they don't have to suffer in this world anymore. And and so when you want to do that for your pets, you want to, that's, that just shows the greatest love of all that you've got for them there. So, um, so yeah, so we had to put Miles down August 10th of uh, 2016. And I didn't take any time off work or anything from doing that. But to go back to that quick story real fast, you know, Colin cried, Emily cried, we all got it out, but we all got to experience it together as a family. And, you know, before that we had, uh, I had uh, Casey and Casey was another, she was a beautiful calico cat. Um, <laughs> my friend Tina down in Tilio calls her the junkyard kitty. She, she looks like a junkyard kitty. Um, but we had to put her down in 2002 when we were in Charleston, uh, West Virginia. And I, I went all out and I paid for it. I'd be buried um, in a box and uh, she was buried on the side of a mountain. She's still there to this day. She's got a little placard that says Casey Lynn Powers and it's it's still there. Um, we've had to do it with uh, Tigger. I know Tigger, my ex-girlfriend Rachel, she had to put Tigger down last year or year before. Uh, she reached out to me on social media and was like, hey, I just want to let you know I had to put Tigger down this, this morning. And you know, whether you're a part, whether you're their ex-boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever, um, you, a piece of you is still there with, 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 with that pet. 
Um, and it always will be. And that pet will take a piece of you with them because pets still do love you. Pets know how to love. It's not just an instinct thing. It's they. I, I believe that they really have love, for, you know, for their owners and those that care for them and you know those that look out for them. And right now we have you know we have little kittens. We have Jake Louie. Uh, we have Jakey Pooh is what I call him. King Louie. He's the king. What is it? My wife says this all the time. Uh, king Louie is the most handsomest kitty in all the kitty kingdom. He is, he is. That's what she says about him. And then we have uh, uh, Prince Carlos. Uh, Carlos is Carlos is whacked, but you know. Anyways, then we and the dogs we have the Pomeranian Shih Tzu Chihuahua mix of Isaac, and uh, Isaac is probably pushing seven or eight years old right now. And then we have Minnie Mouse, who is a Chihuahua with horrible breath. And if anybody can help me uh, with her breath, uh, how do you, how do you get rid of a horrible Chihuahua breath? I don't know. I don't know. And you know, I I want to start brushing her teeth, but people say don't do that. But anyways, your pets really are an extension of your family and a lot of people love their pets more than they love family members and you know what that's okay because you show in love it's affection it's it's about connecting and it's about you know it's about love it's it's really what it's all about so the best thing you can do for you know your pet when they're in agony is to let them go release them and back to god for a while and you know it, you will come back you know it'll come back to you so there you go that's pretty much the podcast i wanted to talk about today uh you know cuz everybody again if you've ever owned a pet or if you've ever looked after a pet uh more than likely you've been through uh the whole demise of a pet passing away and having to deal with it and you know and then the of course then there's the uh there's the um what do they call that the vet bills that associated with that oh they can go way sky high real quick too so uh thank you guys very much for taking a few minutes to listen to the podcast this week if you have any comments or suggestions uh please write me it's sean s-h-a-w-n at w-c as in charlie z as in zebra y dot net Sean, S-H-A-W-N at W-C-Z-Y dot net. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Take care of everybody else out there. And just remember, love, you can spread it universally, and it'll always come back to you. God bless you guys. We'll talk to you soon. See ya. Thank you for listening to In the Life of Sean Powers weekly podcast. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, our affiliates, or My1043 and Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.